Welcome to day 232 of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we're in our third season together, the story of the prophets. I'm Paul here with David, Katie, and Matt as we uh, continue and wind up our reading in the book of Jeremiah uh, this week. Jeremiah has, of course, prophesied the uh, pending exile of you know Jerusalem and of Judah, and it has taken place. And uh, the final you know, couple of chapters in Jeremiah's prophecy are a prophecy against Babylon. Uh, Babylon has been the instrument of God's uh, judgment on Israel, but now it's in turn time for uh, Babylon to be judged because she has done so cruelly and she's done so without respect, you know, for the people. So you have this long section in chapters 50 and 51 of God's, you know, condemnation of Babylon and his prophecy of her doom. And it ends up with kind of a nice move where uh, all these prophecies are written on a scroll, tied on a rock, and thrown into the bottom of the Euphrates River, uh, sinking to rise no more, as will Babylon. So we pick up in uh, verse 41 of chapter uh, 51 as we read through the book of Jeremiah. We do as we always do. Uh, We come here not just to learn about uh, cool prophetic tricks like tying a scroll to a rock and throwing it to the bottom of a river or to fill our head full of history. We we come here knowing that God has uh, given us his word for a purpose to reveal his character to us and to call us to himself. So we always prepare our hearts and minds to read. So before we read, Katie, you mind lifting us up? Word of prayer. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this moment that you've given us um, in your word and in communion with you. Um, Father, I pray that it would remind us that you are just a powerful God who um, accomplishes your purposes um, always, no matter what, and you use all types of people, all types of um, scenarios and situations to do so. Um, And God, that you can bring even um, the most powerful down with just a simple word. Um, So, Father, would you humble us as we come to your word today? Would you open our hearts to hear from you, Holy Spirit? And would you just transform us? Would we um, not walk away from your word, um, forgetting what we look like immediately, but would we be doers of the word, transformed by your spirit? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 51, verse 41. How Shishak will be captured, the boast of the whole earth seized. How desolate Babylon will be among the nations. The sea will rise over Babylon, its roaring waves will cover her. Her towns will be desolate, a dry and desert land, a land where no one lives, though, and, and through which no one travels. I'll punish Baal and Babylon, and make him spew out what he has swallowed. The nations will no longer stream to him, and the wall of Babylon will fall. Come out of her, my people. Run for your lives. Run for the fierce anger of the Lord. Do not lose heart or be afraid when rumors are heard in the land. One rumor comes this year, another the next, rumors of violence in the land and of a ruler against ruler. For the time will surely come when I punish the idols of Babylon. Her whole land will be disgraced, her slain will lie fallen within her. The heaven and the earth and all that is in them will shout for joy over Babylon. For out of the north destroyers will attack her, declares the Lord. Babylon must fall because of Israel's slain just as the slain on all the earth have fallen because of Babylon. You who have escaped a sword, leave and do not linger. Remember the Lord in a distant land and call to mind Jerusalem. We are disgraced, for we have been insulted, and shame covers our faces because foreigners have entered the holy places of the Lord's house. But days are coming, declares the Lord, when I'll punish her idols, and throughout her land the wounded will groan. 
Even if Babylon ascends to the heavens and fortifies her lofty stronghold, I will send the destroyer against her, declares the Lord. The sound of a cry comes from Babylon, the sound of great destruction from the land of the Babylonians. The Lord will destroy Babylon. He will silence her noisy den. Waves of the enemies will rage like great waters. The roar of their voices will resound. A destroyer will come against Babylon. Her warriors will be captured and her bows will be broken. For the Lord is a God of retribution. He will repay in full. I will make her officials and wise men drunk, her governors, officers, and warriors as well. They will sleep forever and not awake, declares the king, whose name is Lord Almighty. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Babylon's thick walls will be leveled and her high gates set on fire. The peoples exhaust themselves for nothing. The nation's labor is only fuel for the flames. This is the message Jeremiah the prophet gave to the staff officer Sariah, son of Neriah, son of Mahasiah, when he went to Babylon with Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the fourth year of his reign. Jeremiah had written on a scroll about all the disasters that would come upon Babylon, all that had been recorded concerning Babylon. He said to Sariah, when you get to Babylon, see that you read all these words aloud, then say, Lord, you have said you would destroy this place so that neither people nor animals will live in it. It will be desolate forever. When you finish reading this scroll, and tie a stone to it and throw it in the Euphrates. Then say, so will Babylon sink to rise no more because of the disaster. I will bring on her, and all her people will fall. The words of Jeremiah end here. You have some uh, nice references you know, in there to uh, the walls of Babylon, which were famous in the ancient world. Uh, for five chariots could ride across you know, the top of the wall abreast. They were so thick and so and uh, so impregnable, and yet even those walls uh, will fall to the ground in the same way that they have you know destroyed the walls of Jerusalem. A uh, lot of images here, even though they raise a tower up to the sky, mm-hmm. and of course that's the first reference we have of Babel or Babylon in the Old Testament is the, you know the Tower of Tower of Babel, and you have you know our God is a God of retribution. We don't always you know think of God in that manner. But we're reminded of what the Apostle Paul says, you know, that we shouldn't be deceived, that God will never be mocked, uh, that we will always you know, reap what we sow. And, of course, this is the case with Babylon here. And even in, a, even in God's revelation of his compassion, uh, there's a little phrase that we need to remember, yet he will not let sins go unpunished. Mm-hmm. And so uh, God is punishing and judging Babylon you know, for her sin. And we see the heaviness and the weight of this, that sin, um, and we do see that kind of reaping as you saw in verse forty-nine. You know, Babylon must fall because of Israel slain, just as the slain, as just as the slain and all the earth have fallen because of Babylon. So seeing just what they have done coming back to them, and and seeing the heaviness of sin and and its destruction is, I think, something we don't probably talk about enough or think about enough of. You know, as you often say, sometimes we think of our sin and it might be a little cute to us or like you can easily look at someone else and be like, well, it's not as bad as what they're doing or have done. And and yet sin is so serious to the Lord and at times not as serious to us. Yeah. And, and, and of course, we always see the horror of sin, you know, in judgment. And then one of the places we see the horror of sin most vividly, of course, is a, a cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, where uh, in the same sense, uh, you know, that our sin uh, must be punished. They've been punished in him. Yeah. And uh, a beautiful picture of, you know, both you know, the wrath of God being poured out and yet the mercy of God being extended to his people you know, in great grace. Verse 58 really um, 
stuck out to me. Uh, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Babylon's thick wall will be leveled and her high gates set on fire. The peoples exhaust themselves for nothing. The nation's labor is only fuel for the flames. I mean, that is such vivid imagery. Like they're, I mean, they're working so hard. They're exhausting themselves for absolutely nothing because because human striving has nothing on the power of a sovereign God um, and the righteous judge. And um, yeah, I just thought, wow, like how much, I mean, how much striving do we do, we do in our own strength? Um, and yet like the Lord in his power and his sovereignty can easily, <laughs> I just picture what Jane, Jane our almost one-year-old does when we build a tower of blocks, she immediately <laughs> knocks it down. And of course, God doesn't just want to knock all our towers down, but he will if, if there, we have a heart of pride, you know, underneath it. So just, I just see the power of like the prideful heart and then the Lord can easily come in um, and judge that. Yeah. And how much you know time and energy do we invest in things that come to absolutely nothing? nothing. They have no eternal value and a lot of times they don't even have temporal value and yet they occupy our hearts and our minds and uh, of course take away our hearts and minds from being steadfast you know or stayed on the lord uh, as well so uh, that's also part of you know the sermon on the mount you know we we worry about food and drink what we'll eat what we'll wear uh, our father knows about all of our needs and of course our preoccupation is not to be building monuments that will one day fall and of course babylon is a monument to all monuments that will uh, one day fall not only here not only in the tower of babel but also in the book of revelation uh, that uh, we need to have our hearts and minds fixed on what is truly important both in this life and in the life to come yeah you know we're reminded we've been seeing it all throughout jeremiah but you know, God is the one who is sovereign over Israel. God is the one who's sovereign over Judah, sovereign over Babylon. And even here, you know, he uses Babylon as a way to, you know, essentially just judge his people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yet this message that comes down to Babylon is, I will punish Baal. I will, you know, come punish the idols. Twice we see that I will punish the idols of Babylon and her whole land will be disgraced. That the Lord, you know, remains sovereign. And when he, you know, he will be the one who judges the nations of the earth and, in doing so, he'll prove himself to be more powerful mm-hmm. than the gods that they've set up there and the things that they've worshipped. But instead, the, you know, you get the disgracing of the land. Um, and in the disgracing of it, you know, we see that it's because ultimately restoration will come. But it comes through judgment. Well, we have, you know, we have Babylon again, you know, pictured as a large servant uh, who will uh, spit out what she has swallowed. And, of course, what she has swallowed is uh, the nations. And the nations will be restored, but Babylon... Uh, will not, mm-hmm. and a uh, very vivid picture, you know, of God's judgment. It's mm. crazy. So, just real quick, back in those days, I mean, it was believed that the gods were kind of the gods of those nations, and so did the nations surrounding Israel believe that the Lord God Almighty was kind of Israel's God and not like the God of other places. Yeah, you know, there's no doubt that uh, you know in the immediate wake of victory. Uh, you know the Babylonians are saying our God are our gods are powerful, and uh, your gods are impotent. Our gods have conquered yours, mm-hmm. and uh, you know God is saying, go ahead and laugh with that buzz for a while because your gods will themselves be humbled, and I'll bring down uh, you know the very gods that you know that you've relied on, along with your wise men, along with your uh, prophets, along with your seers. 
Uh, in other words, uh, for a moment, you're, because you've succeeded, you feel like uh, you're on top of the world, but you realize that God will judge those and, and bring those, you know, bring even those things down. I, I thought one of just the interesting notes, you know, in this, uh, you know, little reading, we started in verse 20, you know, 41, how Shishak will be captured, the buzz of the whole earth sees, how desolate Babylon will be. Uh, Shishak is, is a cryptogram. It's just messing with the Hebrew alphabet where you're replacing the first letter with the last letter, the second letter with the second last letter, and then you respell it, and then you respell it. Shishak is, is Babylon. Mm-hmm. So just some of the cute things that uh, people in exile do with their language, and of course you'll see some of this in uh, Revelation as well, uh, where uh, the words have much you know deeper meaning than just the vowels and things that you're following instead. So just a fun little thing for you to take home and mm-hmm. bring it to the rest of your day. You can spend the day doing it if you like. Take out the English alphabet and spell all kinds of words by rearranging the letters. <laughs> and that brings us <laughs> meaningfully to the end of today's podcast. Share it with a friend. David, why don't you lead us in prayer? Let's pray. Father, we uh, we do know that um, we, we are so prone to having hearts of pride and and hearts that rely on ourselves, and, and we see so clearly in Scripture um, where that leads. And so may you uh, humble us, um, soften our hearts for the things of you, um, help us to flee idols, um, and, and to take um, very seriously um, your word as it's given to us. Uh, and may we not exhaust ourselves over such silly things, but may we be a people who exhaust ourselves um, for your name, for your kingdom, for your glory for your church. Mm. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm.